Hello and welcome to the Seville Productions Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Rupert McConnick, founder and EP at Seville Productions. Today we're interviewing Nathan Friedman, co-president and chief marketing officer at understood.org. Welcome, Nathan. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So, so Nathan, just sort of jumping in, tell us about your career path and past positions in marketing before um, you ended up with uh, working with collaborating with Understood. I've uh, I've had a pretty unique background and career. It started off uh, in in the the nineties, which is not too far back in my memory, but for others, it's far back. Um, and I started off in communications uh, and really understanding how do you how do you get messages into people's ears and how do you change minds or how do you get people to purchase things uh, through communications. Um, and that career uh, at Ogilvy and Mather took me about 17 years where I started in Chicago, had various assignments working with global brands to the head of the West Coast, um, where I did a lot of a lot of purpose driven work, um, a lot of work around how do you find purpose for brands and how do you change behaviors in uh, some of that time period. So the. Um, the, the, the work we did in California in particular that was of note is around the unveiling and, and launch of the Affordable Care Act. So a lot of that was how do you uh, get people to um, sign up for health care? How do you change people's minds and how do you have a real world difference? Um, I think there's a couple things that that came and I've learned over those years, which are you know, your brand is your is your promise, your reputation as you deliver that. The purpose is is, is what you can do, um, and and how you can do it and how that's measured. I think the um, my path after being at Ogilvy was another mid agency. I, I worked um, as an advisor with a, with a, a venture fund, which then focused on on all things uh, related to purpose, um, how to go to market for for Series A or sometimes earlier. And then I landed at Understood, um, trying to help them evolve and us evolved from uh, really focusing on parents to focusing on the broader mission and vision at hand. Wonderful. So, so tell us about the origin and mission of Understood.org. Sure. So Understood has an amazing founder story. Our CEO, uh, Fred Posis, his son learns and thinks differently. And because he learns and thinks differently, he was always in the, the the field of learning disabilities since Max, his son, was very young. And Fred had the means by which to get Max the resources and help he needed throughout life. So when Max was thriving as a young adult, Fred turned with his wife to understood to create it, to say, hey, how can we bring the resources that we had to everybody in America? Because one in five Americans have a learning and thinking difference, that's 70 million Americans. And it is important that the resources that Fred and Nancy had were available to all. So over the past few years, we've really set out to deliver on our vision, which is impacting 100 million individuals by 2030. And we do that by shaping the world for difference so every individual can thrive. And we do that by ensuring that there's equitable and uh, access to resources um, for individuals. 
and building confidence within those individuals so they can become uh, engaged and thriving adults. And we also take aim at really helping create environments like workplaces, schools, homes, uh, even society at large that is accepting of difference. So driving issue awareness, because not a lot of people know that learning and thinking differences. A lot of people think they have misconceptions, and so a lot of the campaigns we do are really tr- tied to that. Wonderful. Um, so do you have any personal connection to the brand mission? What drew you to the brand? Sure. I, I think a bunch of things drew me to the brand. I think, number one, my brother learns and thinks differently. I learn and think differently. Um, and we're approaching the solution to learning and thinking differences as an organization very differently than other organizations. We take a holistic look. We're looking at all learning and thinking differences, such as ADHD, dyslexia, dyscalculia, um, dysgraphia, and others. And we're trying to drive impact at scale through digital behavior change. And that is a unique approach. Um, not only am I tied to the cause and we have a unique approach, but we've assembled a strong group of individuals here and the team that are willing to go the extra mile to figure out how do we do this? How do we really break through? How do we shape the world for difference by reducing stigma, driving advocacy, and building confidence amongst not only individuals, but their key influencers, such as parents or work coworkers or HR managers, et cetera. How has your work been impacted by the pandemic, which severely affected parents, education, educators, and students? So I think our, our work has changed dramatically over the past few years, right? I think we've seen many changes in the users and, the, and, and our customers, which we call it, which are users. Kids and parents are spending a lot more time together and parents are noticing a lot more signs and symptoms, and they're really not sure what to do about that. Um, kids themselves, we've seen this in, I'm not sure if you all saw the, the, the article the other day about uh the math scores in the U.S. sliding backward. A lot of kids are, are not receiving the, the education that they need or the support they need or the development uh, support they need in order to become thriving adults and move and progress throughout the school system. And then individual employees um, are noticing things about themselves as we've shifted to remote work and shifting back. I think being on Zoom all day, being uh, forced to come back to the office, all of these things are having different um, feeling, drawing up different feelings and emotions that uh, people with learning and thinking differences really have to address head on. Um, and I think also as people navigate these changes, we've also, as understood, seen a need to you know, really innovate how we deliver content. We've shifted articles to be focused more about virtual schooling and work. Um, we've launched Take Note, which stands for uh, when you notice, observe, you talk, and then evaluate your child because parents and educators are seeing things that they haven't seen before in children. So when you notice something, how do you observe, how do you talk about it, and how do you engage and get that evaluation that's needed? And then we've also conducted a lot more research that's really helping shape the future of where we're going um, relative to, to neurodivergent kids as compared to neurotypical uh, we've seen that kids are, are are really two times more likely to struggle with managing emotions or anxiety. Um, they have anxiety about you know attending class or building self confidence, and so all of this creates a really unique environment and one that is really important for organizations like Understood to step in and provide those and be the resource for parents, educators, and physicians. And and. Um... So how do you support individuals with learning differences from all stages of their lives, from young children to yeah. working professionals? Yeah, so I think it's, it, it, 
each requires something slightly different because learning and thinking differences are lifelong. Um, but neurodivergent uh, people and their caregivers, depending on, on what age they are, need access to that support at critical times and critical transition points in their life. Um, we really focus on helping individuals thrive by giving them the tools, the resources, the guides and activities and, and, this, and the encouragement to use those in everyday life. By providing these tools and resources, uh, we can really help also shape the communities that these individuals are in, for example, the school or the workplace. Um, so when they are implying what they're learning through Understood, they can actually apply it in an environment that will support them. Wonderful. Um, so for the brand leaders listening, what are some of the what are, what are some ways they can provide an inclusive work environment for their employees with learning differences? Well, I think a lot of people don't know about learning and thinking differences. So number one, it starts with education, just looking to see what learning and thinking differences are. Since one in five Americans have one, chances are that you have at least one or more on your team. Um, and proactively offering accommodations to show employees that it's a priority. A lot of employers are taking the opportunity to integrate neurodiversity into their DE&I strategies, and that's a first step. But being um, open for employees to come to you, being, a, being making it in an environment where it's okay to raise your hand and say you need something different um, or an accommodation is, is important. Um, those accommodations can be very much as easy as not having your video on for every single call. It could be sitting away from an elevator or closer to light or in a quiet room. It could be having a headphone or even a monitor. A lot of these things are, are really important and go a long way to helping people who learn and think differently at work. Similarly, encouraging organizations to start employee resource groups or training about this is also a huge opportunity that we've seen, um, whether it's working moms about how to work with their children who are having learning and thinking differences or employees themselves who are neurodivergent who want to share their resources and tips of how they've overcome and how they are thriving. Interesting. So, so some critics worry learning differences are overdiagnosed and overmedicated, especially in young children. How would you how would you respond to that? I think it's important to realize that one in five Americans have a learning and thinking difference. Not all those one in five individuals take medicine. The fact that it's that common means that there's an important discussion to be had with the key influences in your life, including the teacher and the doctor about what's right for you and what's right for your child and what's right for the specific situation. Um, I think there's been a lot of buildup and talk around um, learning and thinking differences on social media. Um, and I think a lot of this times things have been oversimplified um, and stigmas have been perpetuated in those areas. And so that leads to a feeling of overdiagnosis, but in reality, we're just getting started understanding what learning and thinking differences are and how pervasive they are in our, in our society and in our culture. With understood, understood.org's clear brand purpose, do you address other ESG issues like gender diversity and sustainability? Um, yes, the short answer. The longer answer is I think we take a look at intersectionality. Um, because there is nobody that can hide from a learning and thinking difference. This one in five statistic or 70 million is equal distribution across all uh, demographics, which means that it impacts everybody uh, as much as another. So it's really focusing on helping people with learning and thinking differences through the lens of who they are individually. 
um, which means taking into account intersectionality um, and diversity, gender, et cetera. Like we know there are different diagnosis rates between boys and girls. Uh, we know uh, black males in the United States have, have a problem in school with underdiagnosis of ADHD, which could lead to broader problems. I think there's, there's a lot of that. There's less with sustainability, to be honest, um, as it comes to like the environment, um, but we are environmentally cautious as an organization, but that's not, that's not necessarily one of the key points for us. So what other brands do you admire for their marketing innovation? So it, 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 that, it, that's an interesting question. Um, I get asked that a lot in interviews. Um, and my, my, my take on that is I'd like to see what companies are doing, what companies are innovative, and then how are they delivering innovative marketing strategies? Um, I think otherwise there's a disconnect between what a brand is doing and a company is trying to do and what their marketing is actually doing for them. Um, you can look back and see, you know, customer experience with Gap seven years ago where there was a huge push to renovate the brand externally, but internally it was not the same. And so there's a gap between perception and reality or your brand promise and your reputation. I think there's a couple brands, interestingly enough, that have that have done some great work recently um, in the purpose space, which which is pretty meaningful. Um, I think we've seen uh, efforts around um, uh, uh, Unilever's campaign with Vaseline, um, where they had a website dedicated to helping people of color find skin diagnosis or, or skin skin issues, because most of the time when you Google skin issues, you only see white skin or Caucasian skin, and that is a problem. Um, I think those are innovative ways of, of addressing broader solutions, and I think that those types of activities are really what's going to be meaningful moving forward. And it's not, it's, you've, we've also seen the latest missteps of, of, of other um, brands like Adidas, um, which, you know, is doing a bit of, um, uh, you know, not necessarily the right thing when it comes to purpose in my mind. Interesting. Are there brands that support understood.org? We work with a variety of brands to not only co-create marketing programs, but to support our activities in general. Um, we uh, work with organizations like Chan Zuckerberg, um, Save the Children, um, CZ, CZI, which is Chan Zuckerberg, as well as uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, and there's a variety of others um, that are not profit, not for profit partners. American Academy of Pediatrics is top of mind. We also have a host of, of for-profit partners we work with, such as um, iHeartMedia. We just launched a PSA campaign with them um, to talk about how individuals are wired differently and things like that run 800 stations around the country to really um, support learning disabilities awareness month. Um, and that really helps people spot signs and symptoms of what happens in their kids um, or themselves when they see a learning and thinking difference. Um, so there are tons of brand partnership opportunities that we work with, and it really, those are all bespoke and, and done by brand. Is there an up, upcoming initiative, event, or partnership at understood.org that you're excited for? Yeah, we just launched our app, which is probably the most exciting thing that we've done for me in the past in the past few years. I think um, we have a bunch of campaigns um, uh, like Be the Reason, which is really targeting parents and making sure that parents. Um, understand that they are the reason why their child thrives um, and why are we putting the emphasis on the child to prove what they're seeing is real, right? When they see something that's different, why can't parents step in and be that resource for the child? Um, and I think that the iHeart's another campaign that's been great. In my eyes, though, the Wonder app launch 
um, which is available in the Apple um, App Store, is that next evolution of where we're going. It engages individuals, parents who are struggling or who are looking for community, find community um, of other like-minded parents um, with children who learn and think differently. Uh, it's in multiple languages. It um, helps uh, people find resources through expert chats and, and some a lot of the same material we have on our site. Wonderful. So, Nathan, it's been great. Thank you very, very much for, for joining us on the podcast. And it's great to learn a lot more about Understood.org. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Seville Productions Purpose Podcast. Learn more about Seville Productions and our work in the purpose and sponsored entertainment space at www.sevilleproductions.com. Next week, we'll be interviewing Jennifer MacArthur, documentary director.